I'm Sarah. I'm Emily. And this is Sisters Take a Side, wrapping up our very first two-parter on Jody Arias. Hey, girl. Hey. So before we get started this week, we have to tell the people about one of our favorite new podcasts. Oh, no, my gosh. Right? Okay. So No Ordinary Women is the name of the show. Um, and each week, Lynn and Rose discuss extraordinary women, the good, the bad, and the batshit crazy, which you know we love. Um, You know we love that. I have been loving their podcast lately. Yes. It's like... The only thing I listen to when I'm out on my walks. Um, Love it. I'm curious though, sister, what yes. is your favorite episode so far? Okay, so I have been totally binging, um, but so far I really love the Maya Angelou episode they just Ooh. dropped a week ago. Um, they're just so funny, and I come away from each episode feeling like I really learned something mm-hmm. um, that I didn't know before about these just amazing women. So I we highly recommend you guys check them out wherever you get your podcasts. And Sarah, where can they find them on social media? Um, funny you should ask because I just started following them for my personal page. Heck yeah! Um, but you can find them at No Ordinary Women Pod on Instagram. So awesome. highly recommend. Definitely go check them out. They are fantastic. Hi, friend. Hey, girl. Happy recording day. Your recording day. What are we doing? Um, so today we are gonna wrap up our very first ever two-parter. Yay! Yay! So last week we dropped the first part of Jody Arias. So yes. if you haven't listened to that, go back, listen to last week's episode. Um, that episode covers everything from the crime of it all to up through her sentencing, I think. Yeah. Um, Sarah, so should, Sarah, should you go back and listen to our I episode? Should you go back and listen? Maybe. <laughs> um, it's okay, yeah. Because I have my notes pulled up, so like I could just look at it. You but. could you could just read where we left off last time, but that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. I'm Great. a free bird. Okay. Okay. Gosh, free bird today. Free bird. <laughs> She has her she has her eyebrows filled in today, so she's just feeling real sassy. I'm, listen, they look great. I'm ready to go. Thank you so much. Okay. That's so kind. <laughs> um. Okay. So I do want to mention one quick thing. Okay. At the top of this. Um. So small trigger warning. Um. We're gonna go through a lot of the court stuff on this case, and it's. <laughs> It's kind of funny that we're hyping this as like a two-parter because I went back and looked at it. A lot of the court stuff, so trigger warning, is going to reference um, some alleged sexual abuse, um, sexual degre- degradation. Um, we, so you want to take that one again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, so trigger warning for that, um, if that's sensitive. I will tell you up front, um, as I was going through and doing research for this mm-hmm. – it it got kind of got to the point where it was like okay and big caveat we we believe victims on this podcast we yeah, of course um but I, it just became a little bit like what are we doing here like where are the facts of this so yeah while i will touch on it i'm not going to go in depth on it 
So just a trigger warning for that. Um, and, and it's funny because I probably could have included some of this in like part one, mm-hmm. the like media sensation of it all, um, is really what, what makes like the court stuff seem really long. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. I, but I'm super excited to go through it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And you know what, if this ends up just being like a 30 minute, like wrap up, we'll just release them the same day. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll just yeah. see where the we're free birds. Us. We're free. We're free birds with our eyebrows filled in. <laughs> <laughs> we do what we want. Um, okay. So to recap from part one. So Jody Arias meets Travis Alexander in September of 2006 after a world whirlwind 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 romance that included a baptism long distance <laughs> dating and a move a lot of sex in case you forgot i don't know if you remember but and then a whirlwind breakup that included stalking breaking and entering harassing phone calls and a lot of sex yes you heard that correctly <laughs> Travis is found by his friends and roommates on the floor of his shower in his own home, shot and stabbed to death. Yikes. Um, while hor- yeah. While horrifying, Travis's friends all agreed on who could have done this. This was – there was not a question in anybody's mind. It was for sure Travis's ex-girlfriend, Jody Arias, mm-hmm. who, great Samaritan that she is, amazingly ends up reaching out to the police on her own volition. She volunteers – Yes, I promise, listener, you heard that correctly again. (laughs) Any assistance that she can, including providing samples of her own DNA. What an idiot. (laughs) So the DNA winds up actually being the nail in Jody's proverbial coffin because police are able to match the DNA sample she provides with the bloody handprint found inside Travis's shower. You don't say. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) A dingbat. Yes. Now, in case you don't remember, we played a little game of two truths and one lie to wrap up part one, which featured the multiple stories Jody provided to police regarding um, Travis's death. Story one, number one, she'd never been in the home at the time of Travis's death. Who's that? I don't know her. (laughs) If, basically. (laughs) Story number two, it was intruders. Of course. Two intruders, one man and one woman, one woman, came into the home, murdered Travis, attacked Jody, and then just left her there. As one is wont to do. As one is wont to do. Great. Story number three. It was self-defense. Jody killed Travis in self-defense because she was a victim of domestic violence. So those I were mean, her three stories. The only thing that's missing from that is number four, the owl pushed her down the stairs. <laughs> Basically. Or number five, it was his enemies. Like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if you haven't watched The Tinder Swindler, please go watch the documentary. Shout out to The Tinder Swindler because it was clearly his enemies. Like, what are we even doing here? Um, Because these are obviously ridiculous. We all know this. Um, Jody is ultimately indicted by a grand jury on a first-degree murder charge on July 9th, 2008. By the way, fun little... Sisters take a side fact, which I forgot to mention in part one. Oh, oh dear. (laughs) This also happened to be Jody's 28th birthday. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) Womp. So she was arrested at her grandparents' home on July 15th, 2008, and extradited to Arizona on September 5th, 2008. She pled not guilty on September 11th, 
2008. So interesting. She pled not guilty. Okay. Hmm. She pleads not guilty on September 11th, 2008. What do okay. you think? Well, so Give me your thoughts. To be honest, initially, like running through these three like stories she gives. So number one, she wasn't there. Number two mm-hmm. was intruders. Number three was self-defense. I had to be honest. Like if you know how I love to pretend to be a defense attorney. So sure. I'm putting on my Jody Arias defense attorney hat. Um, and I'm, I would say the self-defense, that's, that's a good defense. Like, I think that that, I wish you guys could see Sarah's face right now. Um, I like of those, of the three stories, that story would make the most sense because her DNA was there. She was obviously fucking there. Mm-hmm. The intruder, I mean, that's just BS. So, I mean, I, so I'm going to have to, like, you say, like, oh, well, that's obviously, these stories are obviously ridiculous, but I don't know. I think the self defense is the only way you could go from here. Sure. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm willing to listen to that line of questioning, I guess. Okay. So, if I'm Jose Bias, he, I have no idea if that's who her lawyer is. That's probably not her lawyer. Um, Right. I'm, that's where I'm going. Okay. Great. So that's where Emily is. Can't wait to be made so, to look an absolute asshole by the end of this. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, I will, I just... will cut that part out. If it turns out, I'll look like an absolute idiot. <laughs> just because you are our editor extraordinaire ah. does not mean you get to just edit anything you don't like that you say. <laughs> that's Ooh. exactly why. We're a sophisticated, we're a sophisticated organization here. Okay. We have rules. <laughs> Um, all right. So now that we're all caught up and on the same page, let's go through this absolutely banana pants of a trial. And Give it to me. I hit on it a little bit at the beginning, but like this trial was truly like a media sensation. Like this was right around the time of like the 24-hour news cycle, right? It's it's 2008. So it was just, it was just wild. So that's a lot of you graduated people- high school. I know. I know. I went to college. Oh, oh yeah. You were in college. Woof. 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 You were starting college in September 2008. Okay. Woof. Um, a lot of people will say that the trial is actually what put this case on the map. Because, again, okay. like, it is wild. Buckle up. Hang on tight. Get a glass of water because this is crazy. So, September 5th, 2008, Jody's extradited to Arizona and assigned a public defender. September 11th, 2008, Jody pleads not guilty. She's quoted um, as saying, I wouldn't even hurt a spider. Which, like, let's all be honest. We know she's a liar right there because, like, hello. Like, who wouldn't hurt a spider? Wow. Okay. Just choosing violence (laughs) here. Okay. Can I tell you – can I tell you that Tomothy is one of those people that won't kill bugs? Yeah. As I was saying that, I was like – I know. I'm like, you know he does that. He catches and releases them. (laughs) It's really sweet. I just – God bless him. Okay. Well, him and Jody Arias, I guess. Him and <laughs> So throughout September, Jody actually does multiple interviews with multiple multiple media outlets. This girl cannot stop being on TV. Like, mm. she continues with the whole the two intruders story. So she's sticking to it. Oh, By the way, okay. in case we forgot to mention, that's what she's sticking with. It was two intruders, one man, one woman. Jesus. Murdered Travis, threatened her, and then just left her there. In a truly mind-blowing episode of Inside Edition, Jody does a jailhouse interview in which she tells the Inside Edition reporter, no jury is going to convict me. 
I am innocent, and you can mark my words on that. Ew. Gross. Okay. I mean, she might not be – I mean, I think she's probably acutely aware of the fact that she is a pretty white woman. Right? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Sure. What do you mean maybe? She told – right? Like, that what jury – like, what jury would convict her? She's a pretty white woman. Yeah. I think she's just, you I think hate she's her very, so much. I think she's just very full of herself and like Yeah. I'm sorry, if that's what you're gonna say in an interview, like ugh. Yeah. Ew. Anyway, so October 2008, prosecutor Juan Martinez files a notice of intent to seek the death penalty <gasps> on the basis that Jody planned the attack. I wish you could all see Emily's face. Oh shit. And killed Travis in a jealous rage. Which, like, all of his friends back that up. Right. There's multiple reports on file that like yes she was extremely jealous yes she could go into a rate like this is documented right that like like obviously yeah over the next two years everything is fairly quiet in this case which really is just kind of like the calm before the storm um is she in jail is she being held she's being held okay yes i didn't see anything anywhere where she was ever like released on I don't imagine she would be. But don't quote me on that because I didn't actually research that specifically, but I never read and I never saw anything that she was ever. I would imagine she, for a crime like that, I'd imagine you would be held. Right. And like, I never saw like a bail amount or a bond amount or anything like that. So I'm going to go ahead and say that, yeah, she was being held. Um, In late summer of 2010, Jody changes her story about the the crime claiming self-defense. So oh, it's so interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah, 100%. Her lawyer was like, girl, listen, here's what we got to do. <laughs> like, her lawyer was like, sit down, be quiet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's summer 2010. So December, let's fast forward to December of 2012. Okay, so another two years go by. So she's been, she's been in jail since September of 2008. It's now December 2012. And she's doing interviews Eight, this whole nine, time. 10, 11, 12. I just had to count through my fingers. That's four years. Okay. okay. <laughs> Lady Justice moves slow. <laughs> yeah, like hurry up and wait, right? So December 2012, jury selection begins. 18 potential jurors and alternates are eventually chosen. Um, I didn't write this down, but apparently jury selection was like – it was painful because this case, remember, like – She's doing all of these interviews, so it's impossible to find people who oh, don't know right. anything about it, right? Yeah. So jury selection is like this big thing, but ultimately 18 potential jurors and alternates are chosen. So January 2nd, 2013, opening statements begin. Okay. <laughs> God, this is this really took a long time. Took a long time. And like, and imagine, imagine you're Travis's family and like you're waiting for this like you're waiting for justice for your family member. Yeah. This woman who, by the way, when he was still alive, like the last six months of his life was like stalking him, breaking into his house. Right. Like all of these crazy things, right? She's doing interviews and, well, no one's going to find me guilty. Ooh. You can mark my words, right? Like, come on. How is she even – like, what is – like, this is like payphone from prison, Jody Arias on The Tonight Show? Like, what is – 
What is I this? I mean, well, I guess to your point, she makes she makes an interesting criminal. Yeah. But ew. But I guess like how is she allowed to do this? Like I guess there wasn't a gag order on this case. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like how come yeah. someone wasn't like shut the f up, get yeah. out of here? Like I don't know. I didn't see anything. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I I included this in here for you because like, <laughs> it's, like it's just so funny. Artwork purportedly drawn by Jody begins selling online as what? like her trial starts. So what? like. <laughs> Who is peddling Jody Arias's stick figure drawings from prison? What? Like she's like buying it. She's like an Etsy shop. Like what is happening? (laughs) Like the 2013 version of Etsy, I guess. I don't know. Facebook Marketplace. What is is happening? Like I would love to know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it begins selling online. I'm googling this as soon as we get off. There's like layers, like T-shirts that get like done up for her. It's just like for God's sakes. Um, the prosecution takes an interesting approach mm-hmm. at the start of this. Um, they decide to show photos of the crime scene. Mm-hmm. I kind of have mixed feelings about them. Like, is that, is it necessary? Like we already know. And if, again, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to part one, but like, we already know how horrible this crime scene was just based on what happened yeah. to him. Well, but like, that's probably why they did that. I mean, this is right. It's court. They have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she did this. I would, I don't know. I think, I mean, do I want to see crime scene? Like, I think it's gross when like people, like normal people like you and me are like Googling like, yeah. famous crime scene photos. Like that's really gross to me. But like in court, I think that's okay. Uh, Question. I don't know. I, again, <laughs> I have mixed feelings about it. I, I think it's gross. I don't know if your case, like. Does that mean you have a weak case if, like, the only way you think mm. you can prove it is by, like, good point? Yeah, blinding people with these horrifying images? I don't know. I, mm. I don't like it. Okay. Well. So, there you go. Okay. okay. So, um, and now for the piece de response. So, February oh, 4th. Oh. <laughs> I know. Did you hear how, like, did you, did you I rushed that? through that? Did you I rush? I didn't. I just oh, rushed through it so, so you could that you tell did. whether. Okay. Right. Got it. Great. <laughs> Um, so on February 4th, 2013, I hope you're ready for this. I'm take a big deep breath. Jody takes the witness stand. No, she doesn't. Even better. She testifies for an unprecedented 18 days. Days? Days. Days? Two plus weeks. <laughs> Telling jurors that Alexander was physically oh, – I'm sorry, that Travis was physically and emotionally abusive. She says mm. he turned violent the day of his death, forcing her to fight for her life. Jeez. She says that she lied about it earlier because she planned to commit suicide. Wait, what? What does that have to – So she told everyone it was two intruders so that – What? Does that, I am I missing, is, does that make sense? Tell me. If what, she commits suicide, would, would there be a trial? Well, so would it matter? The, um, okay. <laughs> All right. It's it, 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 not logical. That yeah, doesn't no, make I'm, any sense. Okay. No. Um, I'm going to stop there. What do you think about her taking the stand? What, because, because you, I mean, we listen, we've listened to enough, like, 
enough podcasts and yeah. like, you know, yeah. that like the number one thing a defense attorney will never let you do is take the stand. Yeah, that's just like – and, and then for 18 days? Well, and especially because like the way you're describing her – and to be honest, like I, I don't know that I've ever even really seen like a photo of her. Like I have in my mind, which – but like all that to say, like you're, you describe her as someone who's really unlikable and I feel like the last thing in the world you want to do is put someone who's even remotely unlikable up on the stand. Like perfect example, if like – a defense lawyer would put you on the stand in your own defense because you're likable. A defense lawyer would never let me testify in my own defense because you, but you know what I mean? Like if you don't come across as like perfect and squeaky and like adorable, see heart, <laughs> right? Like you, yeah. so I want, so, I, I'm like imagining the conversation between her and her defense attorney yeah. of him or her being like, Girl, you cannot take this in your own defense. And you're be like, why not? I'm just gonna like tell them what what happened. Yeah. So right, I like- think <laughs> I think that she said to them, Well, the camera loves me, basically, right? Like Yeah. I would yeah. be great. And I think her attorneys at that point were like just so done with her. There's an interview, and God, I wish I had thought to like jot this down. Her defense attorney is later interviewed, I think, mm-hmm. at one point. And he goes, like, on and on and on about how she, like, tried to come on to him and she tried to, like, <laughs> like, you know. Wait, I don't know. I'm doing Sarah, a shoulder move. This is not a visual <laughs> medium. <laughs> she, like – and then so finally he was just, like, I just did whatever she said because, like, I like just over. Which, now <laughs> – like, let's walk that back a little. This must have been after, like, her appeals were all exhausted. Yeah, I was going like, to say. I was like, ineffective, uh, ineffective assistance of right? counsel? <laughs> right? Um, and spoiler, I guess, like, a little bit of a spoiler alert. But, like, I mean, this had to have been after. Like, there was no – there was nothing that was going to come from the outcome of her case for him to have, like, given an Are interview you like that. to tell me that she was put to death? Are you about to tell me that she got the death penalty and was put to death? Hold your horses. We'll get there. Really quickly before we go on, I want you to pull up Google and the give Google her a quick machine. Uh, Jody Arias. Oh wow, she pops right up. Okay. Oh wow, she is cute. Mm, is she oh. though? I mean, oh wait, I'm seeing like two. To- okay, whoa, I'm seeing like a version of her with dark hair. Mm-hmm. That's like not that cute, but I'm seeing a version of her with blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my god, something just came up. Jody Arias, the movie will have sex, drama, and troubled relationships. Wow. Okay. News that article. was like the tagline of her trial. That's why this trial is so Jesus. sensational. So, um, okay. I have to be honest. I'm not really sure. I understand why everyone was like, "Oh, she's so sexy. She's gonna get out of this." I mean, she's. I mean, again, like, I'm, yeah, no, I don't, mm, okay. She's fine, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's interesting that you say that. So I'm going to continue on here because on March 14th, 2013. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Can I, I have to stop you real quick. Can I? Please tell me everything. I have to. Okay. Google. I'm not even (sighs) kidding. I type in Jodi Arias. There's her photo. The first thing that comes up over that, can Jodi Arias have conjugal visits? Yeah. I'm not okay. <laughs> but I guess I feel better knowing that she did. For a second there, I thought you were going to tell me that she, like, received the death penalty and was put to death. And I was like, wow, I feel a little bit like an asshole. Hang on. 
Just hang on. Oh, well, she's having conjugal visits. March 14th, 2013, <laughs> a defense expert testifies that Jody suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder and amnesia, explaining why she can't recall much from the day of the incident. Amnesia. The day of the killing. Okay. Um, again, this is like another little like Emily side note. So prosecutor Juan Martinez will later question this expert's evaluation process, saying that Jody was still lying at the time about having killed Alex, uh, having killed Travis. So it's like, what? Okay. <laughs> so like, okay. Mm, so like, how did you come to this determination? I don't know. Like, okay. All right. I mean, they paid, they paid this person. Yeah. So from March to April of 2013, um, another defense witness gets on the stand and walks the jurors through how Jody was abused by Travis and suffered from battered women's syndrome. This is where this is where a lot of the like sexual abuse came in. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when Jody was on, on the stand, so I'll back up a little bit. Um, she recounted several instances where Travis allegedly asked her to do certain t- sexual things mm-hmm. that she wasn't allegedly comfortable with. Yeah. He asked, um, he made, she he forcibly made her do some things that mm-hmm. she allegedly was not comfortable with. Um, so I mean, so she I mean he sexually assaulted her, allegedly, is what allegedly. she Allegedly. Yes. Okay. And that is where you know the battered women's syndrome is coming from, mm-hmm. the domestic violence is coming from, um, all of that. You seem really conflicted about this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You don't have to say – I'm just wondering if you want to say why. Because you feel like guilt – you feel like you should believe someone when they say that that happened to them, but you have a hard time believing her. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah, I get – yeah, that's hard to – yeah. Because you don't ever want to be like, oh, I don't believe someone that claims that that happened to them. But then you look at someone like this and you're like, well, (laughs) there's a lot of things that you're saying that aren't true. So, yeah, I I just – Sorry, and I can I can cut this if you want me to. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just it, I think I think it's interesting sometimes that those kinds of things can be conflicting. Yeah, and I think we're only getting one side of the story in this. Yeah, there's three sides to every story, if you ask me. Yeah, you know, one side, the other side, and then somewhere some truth in the middle. Right. We're only getting one person's side, and we have enough from the other person's side to know that this person is a, a, you know, of questionable character. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. So I'm going to leave tr- it there. Yeah. It's tricky. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a process. So this defense witness kind of, you know, kind of goes through, um, all of this, you know, alleged abuse from Travis that Jody suffered. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a paper written by this witness, it, they were a, a psychotherapist, mm-hmm. actually sparks a debate during the trial, which was like really heavily reported on between this witness and this defense witness and prosecutor Juan Martinez. Um, the article was about whether or not Snow White was an abused woman. 
So Juan Martina, uh, Juan Martina is the prosecutor and this witness like go, like they just battle about whether or not Snow White was an abused woman. Again, uh, like adding the, this the just, fictional character yes. Snow White. Yes. Okay. Great. Um, again, like, and, and I think the reason I included that is because I think it really like adds credence to like how much of just an absolute circus this trial was like, yeah, what a and, weird and I, thing to be doing. Right? And I think yeah. like as a family member of the victim, like, I think I would be a little pissed about that. Like, can yeah. we just stick to the facts, please, ma'am? Like, why are we, who cares? Like what, yeah. who, who cares about Snow White? Can we just stick to the fact? Can we just like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. I gotcha. Okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, so in April 2nd, uh, on April 2nd, 2013, a juror is actually dismissed reportedly for making statements that showed bias. So they were like, they were reported for it. And again, like at this time, the case is just a tabloid and cable TV sensation. It, again, it's a circus. It's attracting spectators from all around the country. Two more jurors are also eventually released. Oh, wow. Right. That reminds me of like Scott Peterson. There was like a bunch of jurors released from his yeah. deal. And yeah. Okay. That's not good. Um, so on May 2nd, 2013, closing arguments begin. Prosecutors describe Jody as a manipulative, manipulative liar. My tongue is not working today. Who meticulously planned this savage quote unquote attack. May 3rd. Closing arguments conclude with Jody's lawyer employing jurors to take an impartial view of the case and his client, even if they don't like her. (laughs) (laughs) Woof. Woof. (laughs) Final 12 jurors are chosen and they begin deliberations. The jury actually deliberated for six days. That seems like a long time. Seems like a long time. Yeah. Okay. Ultimately, on May 8th, 2013, they reach a verdict. So what do you think their verdict is? I mean, admittedly, Google spoiled it for me because <laughs> someone's wondering about her conjugal visit. So, I mean, I, I'm assuming they found her guilty. I have to be honest, though. I don't – I really hope that they didn't give her the death penalty. And I I don't – I'm – dear listener, uh, um, I am anti-death penalty for lots of reasons. I just – it just blows my mind that we still have the death penalty in this country. Like it's not my jam. And so I guess I'm really, I'm just hoping they didn't give her the death penalty, but I mean, I, pro- I would have found her guilty based on. So based on the evidence. Yeah. Provided. Based on her, the DNA based on the fact that there's like literally photos of her, like at the crime scene mm-hmm. <laughs> based on her history of what I would consider like, you know, domestic violence and abuse against him. I mean, the stalking, the breaking and entering. Sure. Like, right? If that was a man that did that to a woman, we would be sure. like, oh, my God. He, you know. So I would say based on that his history and the evidence. Mm-hmm. And honestly, probably because of the fact that I just don't like her. I would like to <laughs> Fair. Okay. But I would not give her the death penalty. Okay. So, so- – I guess you were a juror on this case because the jury does ultimately <laughs> find Jody guilty of first degree murder in May of 2013. Okay. Um, there are a few appeals that go through the court process, but um, ultimately in um, in April of 2015, Jody was sentenced to life behind bars without the possibility of parole. 
So she is currently serving her sentence at the Arizona State Prison Complex in Perryville. I have a question here, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but so she's found guilty in May of 2013, but she's not Mm -hmm. sentenced until April of 2015. So is that because of the appeal process? Like, why would there be such a, why would there be an almost two year gap? Yeah, maybe she, yeah, maybe I assumed she was, it was appeals, but I don't know. Well, but, but people can appeal after their sentences too. Right. So yeah, maybe it must've been, maybe something to do with her appeals. Cause that does have like to have been right. Really. Or maybe there's some kind of thing where like, if you're convicted of first degree murder, because like the only, and I don't know that, but like, I don't know if it airs specifically, but like the only penalty is like life in prison that it's like they're not really in any rush to right because it's like well you just sit and wait in jail anyways and you would be in jail no matter what i, I, don't, I don't know, know. that's interesting i don't know so she was not so like the was it the jury that decided to not give her the death penalty or did was that ended up being taken off the table at some other point i think that it ultimately ended up being taken off the table okay um part of me kind of wonders like when the prosecution made that filing like were they did they kind of uh what am i trying to say like add to the media sensation of it all Mm -hmm. or maybe they were trying to like they didn't want to be seen as being biased you know like well we're not gonna let this like pretty white girl be treated any differently so we're gonna throw the book at her maybe i don't know i'd found that yeah i found that interesting um, so deep breaths, that's the case. That's, that's Jody Arias. Um, I, I skimmed a lot again out of all of the court stuff, because again, I, I don't want to besmirch someone who isn't here to speak for themselves. And I kind of yeah. feel like that's what they did in this trial to Travis. Do I think Travis is a great guy? Probably not really. Um, do I think that dragging him through the mud at this point is worthwhile. Not really. Um, well, was there any other evidence besides her testimony? That not that her- I could find. Yeah. So it's not like he had like friends or colleagues that come, came forward and were like, Oh yeah, he was, you know, doing X, no. Y, and Z. And I think, so the girl that he had like started kind of dating after Jody she was on the stand at one point and she did allude to the fact that he requested some things of her sexually that she was not comfortable with. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but we, I mean, but like, we already know that like, he's kind of that guy. Yeah. I think, right. I mean, cause wasn't that like, if I'm remembering correctly, right. He was, like, I want to marry a virgin, but I want to have sex with all of you in the same. Like, he was like, hey, right. he's one of those dudes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So, I don't, you know, what's your, what do you think? Do you think she, do you think Jody kind of got what was coming to her? Like, what's your kind of side on this? Yeah. I mean, to the side I'm going to take, I mean, guys, how do you, please don't take another <laughs> side than the, like, I think. Jody is exactly where she needs to be. I think number one, she's a clear and present danger to the community. I mean, truly, like this woman is unhinged. Like, I don't right. Yeah. So like when like and I struggle with that too sometimes. Like again, like I like to read a lot about well, you know this. I like to like read a lot about like criminal justice reform and mm-hmm. as part of like what I studied when I was in college and like it's really interesting to me. And 
So like I think a lot about like this idea of God sending people to prison for the rest of their lives and without the possibility of parole. Right. And like that feels really hard to wrap my mind around. But then I think of cases like this, and again, I just come back to like, will you be a danger to society if you're out? And I think she's one of those people that would be. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that there's crimes that happen that are really serious, like murders that happen, where even though it's a really serious crime, the person would not be a danger to society if they were released, right? Sure. And uh, maybe this is a (laughs) – get get off my soapbox here, right? But but I don't think that this is that. I think she is a danger to society. Yeah, I think she is a danger to society. Mm-hmm. I think she should be in prison for the rest of her life. Um, I Does she still maintain her innocence? Like, does she still claim to be innocent? She's been fairly quiet since she was sentenced. Yeah, she's getting them conjugal visits, apparently. <laughs> to Google. Oh, wait, I kind of have to know. Like, Yeah, okay. What is, is she? Tell us. Well, yeah, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up. Um, okay. But, yeah, so I guess that's where I'm kind of feeling like, I think she's exactly where she belongs. I So you he, think justice was served? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think so. Oh, okay. So I know you guys are dying to know. Um Jody Arias has a secret boyfriend, has a prison boy what? Convicted killer Jody Arias is spending multiple holidays and weekends with her boyfriend. Uh okay. How does she have a boyfriend? Uh, Benjamin Ernest is her boyfriend. All right. Was well. her boyfriend in 2020. And wow. Okay. I'm sorry. Could you imagine in the year 2020 being like, let me just head up to that prison for my Wait. Visit. Yeah. Wait a minute. What the fuck? Is this a spoof oh, article? And It oh, has this- to be. No, no, no. January of 2020. Okay. okay. This was written in January. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. They were, there's no way. No. Okay. Sorry. Anyways, that's on the side. Um, so yeah, I mean, I take the side of, I think she's exactly where she belongs. I think this is a really horrible thing to have happened to, you know, this poor guy, like a terrible thing for his family to go through. Um, I think Jody's an absolute dingbat. What an idiot, but I guess good. I'm glad she was because she got caught and is where she belongs now. So yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) I, I think we take the same side. I agree. Yeah. I think she's where, you know, I think um, justice was served as much as it could be. Um, obviously, you know, uh, what she did was not right. Um, you know, I think the evidence, like, I mean, the whole, like, I the gun evidence to me is really mm-hmm. what kind of stands out, right? So, you know, a twenty five caliber um, bullet that was found, right. The same exact gun was just reported stolen from her grandparents' house. Like, oh, a that's right. Days yeah. Earlier. Right. Like I just, yes. While some people will say, well, that's like circum, that's only circumstantial evidence. Eh, I don't, I don't know. Like that to me is really what stands out. And then like, and then the DNA, I'm sorry. You, you can't yeah, persuade I'd... me any differently, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Self-defense, again, I, I don't think there's enough to back that up. I think the photos disprove self-defense. Oh, a thousand percent. Yes. Totally. Right? Like Totally. Yeah. That, yeah. I, because, I mean, if I remember, if I'm remembering correctly from the last episode, it's photos of them being intimate and, right? And mm-hmm. then 
photos. Wasn't there one where it's like taken from the floor where mm-hmm. like Travis is on the floor after he'd mm-hmm. been attacked and right. So I'm like, so. <laughs> and she knew those photos were taken because she threw the camera in the washing machine and ran it through a wash cycle thinking it would ruin the I camera. love that so much. I love. Can I just I have this this visual of do you remember that pink digital camera I had in college? Yeah, yeah I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's probably still alive somewhere. Oh god, I hope not. But like that's what I like it, that's what I envision, right? Is like this Yeah. You know. And she little, thought, like, little sprinkle through my AirPods in the washing machine, like three weeks ago, and oh, I ran that's a crime. it without. Talk about life without parole. <laughs> little sprinkle, <laughs> um, and I thought they were going to be. I was so upset. I was oh, so upset. They worked just fine. Like, how's that even? Ha- how's that even possible? I mean, so, technology, man. At least yeah, it's not two thousand eight. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess, uh, and that. Anything else? No, that's that's Sisters Take a Side on Jody Arias, our first two parter. So good. <laughs> Ooh, nice job, girlfriend. Thanks. Deep breath. That was a good Jody one. Arias. Blech. Yeah, she sucks. She sucks. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if anyone is a Jody apologist, but she sucks. Ew. <laughs> Don't listen to this if you are. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so I know we talked about this a little bit off air, but uh, offline, but what are we doing next week? You won't tell me. No, I'm not going to tell you. So all I'm going to tell you and the, the and the people is that we're going to be talking about some murders. Some murders. Some murders. So multiple murders. Possibly. Ooh. Or, you know, you know, here it is. Timothy, this is just for you. We're going to be talking about a couple of murders, <sighs> guys. Can I? T- I have to. I have to. Now you I have to tell them. To I have it. to tell them, guys. My sweet, sweet husband uses the phrase "a couple" to describe literally two items. Like he'll say to me, "Can you bring me a couple of cookies?" And I bring the. You know, I'm bringing the whole damn Oreo. You package. have to like, bring what, the whole bag. What do you? And, yeah. and he's he's like, no, I wanted two. And I'm like, then why didn't you ask for two? He doesn't to me. Guys, marriage stuff. <laughs> Wait, so if you say I want a couple chips, can you bring me a couple chips? He would literally bring me two chips. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. So there you go. There you have. <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about a couple of murders next week. Ooh, I am so, so excited. Yeah, stay tuned. Um, guys, thanks so much for joining us for our first two-parter. That was so fun. And now, Sarah, you have opened the floodgates. I have so many topics I want to do, but I'm like, oh, I can't do it in like 45 minutes. So, girl, <laughs> get ready. We got some two-parters in our future. I feel 100%. Like. Um, so, thanks, y'all, so much for listening. So happy to have you here in our little tiny corner of the world. Um, if you loved today's episode, and I know you did because Sarah killed it, um, <laughs> please leave us a rating or review. Five stars, five points for you, or whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> five points for Gryffindor. Five points for Gryffindor. If you leave us a review, um, anything else, Sarah? Nothing else for me. Thank you guys so much for the support. Um, as always, feel free to reach out. You have our email. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>